You don't ignore your customers, five exclamation points. You don't ignore your customers, RAR. Well, they're not customers yet because they haven't paid for anything. They haven't bought anything yet, no. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Konnichiwa, and welcome to another episode mm. of A Beer with Atlas. That was Japanese, right? No. Uh, I'm just kidding. Konnichiwa, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he about lost it. I was like, oh no, damn it. My research. Miyamo uh, uh, Rich. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> yes, exactly. I know what I did there. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Dolan. We're off the rails. I love it. Uh, you know what, though? I'm excited because uh, we've never done a beer like this before. This is uh, from our friends at Weldworks in Greeley, Colorado. We've, which we go way back. We've done a number of Weldworks beers mm-hmm. on the show. Uh, this one is called Dolan. Help me out here. Is it Soyokaze? Soyokaze? Yeah, that's what it looks like. That's, that's right. what I'm gonna say. Soyokaze. Soyokaze. Kazi, uh, maybe? Kazi? Soyokazi? Mm. Japanese rice lager brewed with jasmine rice and sake yeast. Which, jasmine rice is the only rice mm-hmm. that you should be eating. Just saying. Is that is that true? Because I'm, I, I got a little bit of rice research. I do too, and oh, I'll really? tell you what, they don't believe that. They don't believe that. Nope. Really? This is a, this is a, my grandma thing. So oh. She's Filipino, so it probably has nothing to do with Japan, but. Well, I mean, that's, that's like someone know. from the Midwest saying like, you should only eat beef, beef, like bison. <laughs> you don't eat ground beef. You, you eat bison. Get right. Pork out of here. <laughs> right. Beef. Yeah. Uh, so uh, real quick on Weldworks, cause we've talked about them a number of times located at 508 8th Avenue, Greeley, Colorado. Uh, open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week. If you have not been to their tap room, you are missing out because it is, it is. If you want the Colorado experience in a tap room, that's exactly what this is. The only thing against it mm-hmm. is, can you see mountains from there? Mm, kind of. Can you? Yeah, I'll give you something else I had against it, but oh. I didn't want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so Weld Works, Weld is the county. Yes, it sure is. Yes. It is the reddest county in Colorado. Oh. There's, uh, yeah. Oh, red boy. Red is that red it, sun. There's the, the sun, sun on there. that label right there, yeah. Huh. In, in a state that's bright blue, yeah. it is blood red. Hmm. And, man, it's it's bizarre. It is weird. Like, don't take my guns and you name it. Oh, right? everywhere, yeah. Trump 2020 flag still flowing and... Yeah. All that craziness. So America. it's it's bizarre, but but that does take takes nothing away from Weldworks whatsoever. Uh, we actually went. I stopped there during March Madness on my way to uh, Estes Park to pick up a beer. And uh, as we were walking in, my son Maddox, who's been to a number of bars uh, breweries with me, mm-hmm. uh, he was just like, "Wow, Dad, everybody's got a dog here," and that was absolutely true. Like. <laughs> Everybody that was there had a dog, and everyone he drove a Jeep or a Subaru. Hell the yeah. two. That's called you get those Colorado, man. man. Yeah, it's like standard issue, right? When you sign the paperwork on the house, yeah. here's your, your Subaru, <laughs> car keys, and a dog. Yep, here's your golden retriever. Your lab, yeah. Sign me up, huh? Come in, ding ding. 
Well, I mean, there's a lot of places to go here. And I, and I did research on quite a bit of it. Mm. You just tried it, and I had the same reaction as you. Like, which, mm-hmm. which was? It's a farmhouse. It's a Saison, yeah. It is. Yeah. It's a Saison. It's so not what it tastes like. Wow. Mm. I'm kind of, wow. I'm sort of disappointed. See, I don't it, get that at all. What? Well, what do you get? What? I'm, I need you to just know. just get like I a lager. Go- no, 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 no. I was Maybe. expecting, I just, had a, I just had a rice lager in Chicago no more than Here, four or five days ago. This. It tasted nothing like this. One of you just drink it out of the can. Go ahead, Dolan. I have a feeling okay. that, can. that might be part of the issue. Really? I don't know. I don't... Like, there's too much air? You're getting too much... No, I think it's... <laughs> Is that true? It tastes like a Bud Light. Get out yeah, of that's here. That's what it tastes like. It's yeah. totally different. That's what it tastes like. Well, if you plug your nose... And you don't get the smell of it, then I can't. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Well, explain why. Yeah, I don't understand what that. How Do that works. Why? I don't understand that whatsoever. I don't know. I know why. Okay. I think I know. This is my theory. Well, hit us. Last week, came back this week, uh, and maybe there was a little bit of plum or some sort of uh, soury thing in there. Residue. That didn't quite come out. Of I, rinsed, uh, I rinsed though. I rinsed, but. Yeah, spoiler alert, we don't record these each week. We do some back so to that, back. That's my so, guess, because I've soaped. I did not. I didn't okay. either, yeah. Look, and I, I, mine tastes like a Bud Light. Hmm. Okay. But a, a delicious Bud Light. Soyokaze. That's how I'm saying it, folks. Mm-hmm. Guess what it is? No idea. It's a limited express train in Japan. Oh. It's debuted hmm. July of 1968. Like a bullet train? Kind of. Okay. Um, it was just like, oh, here's some provinces and areas that don't have a lot of service all the time, but they still would like to go places, so we'll okay. give them train like twice a week oh. sort of situation. Okay. It is on the... Uh, 189 series is the car that pulls it up the whole thing. So that's the engine design. Okay. It's kind of um, Art Deco-y looking, which is it was kind of cool. I looked it up on the uh, old interwebs. Um, started out as a reservation-only service, so you had to have, like, a ticket, I guess. Okay. Which apparently that isn't always the way it was. It was almost more of, like, a vacation situation train. Like, hmm. you're flying somewhere, you need a ticket with a seat number. Now, as you know subway or a bus that's not the way it works right but in japan on you know i think that these are just better sure they're a little more friendlier and they have things like um you know rules public transportation (laughs) rules Rules. so that was it um it ran all the way through 1994 and then they kind of were like well you, you guys are on your own we're not running trains oh anymore it wasn't that used maybe could be. Okay. Um, they did start moving it up. It moved. It ran a few more times, um, but wasn't as busy as I guess they planned it to be, or it ran its course. I don't know, but it ran for thirty years. Okay. So I almost think of it as like the proposed thing they're talking about between Lincoln and Omaha. Oh, I got like you. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, it started out in this place called Ueno, maybe U E N O, 
and ended in Naka Karnazawa. That was the last place it ran. Okay. Soyokaze. It also means a gentle breeze, soft wind, mm-hmm. or a breath of air. Well, there is a little paper airplane yeah, kind of flowing through. Mm-hmm. So, you know that if there's a music tie-in, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Of course. And I knew you weren't going to do this one. Okay. There's a song called Soyakaze no Shirabe, which means Melody of the Gentle Breeze, hmm. by this, we'll call them a vocal group. Okay. I think they're listed as a band, but they were not a band. Uh, is it like modern, or is this older? It's from 2005. Mm. I, I was going to say BTS, or... It's something similar. It's a pre... pre predecessor predecessors are we call it okay okay right. uh they're called dream uh. all female group oh and this was an a side of their 19th single came out march 3rd 2005 now dolan i have the youtube video of this in a draft of my email, it has your name on it. I'm going to send it to you once I return Ooh. to my um, okay. abode uh, with the video for this. Okay. Soyukaze no Shirabe, I think is how you're going to say it. Uh, but here's who's in the group. And uh, I will describe the video to you um, as follows. It looks as though six to seven um, Japanese gals uh, went to Paris and got some clothes. Oh. And then they went back home and got in front of a green screen, not unlike this wall here, mm-hmm. and shot a video uh, in about 10 minutes. Super high budget. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's the All singers. Right. Tachibana Kana, Hasibiyu, Nashida Suzuki, okay. Yamamoto Sayaka, Takamoto Aya, Nakashimi Ami, and Abi Iri. That's the group. That's a big group. Yeah, it's dream, man. Mm. Gotta have big wow. dreams. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, they were popular. It looked like they had lots and lots of views and subscriptions and sales. Um, then they kind of petered off. So the, the mid to early 2000s was when they were crushing it, if you will. And that's what I know about dream. Interesting. Would you? Song. Would we recognize this song? I'm sure no, no one's playing it nope. here, so nope. I, I, I would, you wouldn't recognize it. Yeah. It sounds like video game music. Oh, it sounds like well, okay, like um, techno-ish, okay. like it, something you would have heard in Final Fantasy, maybe the maybe, video game, maybe or like there. if the time was running out. I don't know. Mm. It would be it like a, a little faster. It's like K-pop sounding-ish. Mm. Oh, okay. It's like that. So like electronic dance? Kind of. Mm. It's not like, um, you know, the lights aren't flashing and stuff. There's some mm. emotional something's going on here. Um, the song is, you know, called Melody of the Gentle Breeze. Yeah. Uh, but the music didn't really match that to, hmm. to me. You know, I'm no expert in this area, but uh, <laughs> they all had their solo. They all came out and sang a verse and it was, you know, oh, whatever. Much like the Spice Girls, maybe. Similar. Right. Or, you know, from last episode, the Backstreet Boys. Um, Japanese rice lager. We're talking about it today. We're drinking it. What do you think of it? Uh, okay. Once I got past whatever I thought I mm-hmm. was drinking, it, it, it's good. I, I mean, I like the rice makes it nice and smooth. The rice makes it nice. There you go. 
Yeah, it makes it nice and smooth. It's my motto for life. Um, According to your what? Mom? Grandma? Uh, yeah, my, my whole family. My whole family says. Oh, Sam and I, we, dude, we eat rice like, I don't know, every other day. Are you like the family that goes to Costco and gets the big bag? Mm, like yeah. the huge, yeah. no, we go to the Asian market and oh, grab the yeah. huge bag the of bag. jasmine rice. Mm-hmm. Lasts us maybe like a couple months. And then mm. the, uh, like How I have do you a store of big, a question. <laughs> big, big bag, bag of rice. Of rice. Uh, it takes a lot of room in one of our... <laughs> Uh, cabinets in the kitchen Does just it have has its, its own, own container. Little, yeah, so we have a big red container that uh-huh. has a scoop in it already. Oh yeah, you know. I need to hear about this. And uh, and it sits next to the big bag of rice underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it takes a, one of our cabinets in the uh, in our island mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Okay. Yeah, so it's huge. But then you just take the scoop. Well, at the beginning you cut it and you mm-hmm. like you carefully, carefully yeah. pour yeah. Oh, it boy. in. Um, you get rice all over sometimes, but it happens. It's yeah. like, like the big, like airtight thing, like you would use for like dog food or something. Like you would put the lid back on it afterwards. Like yeah. A big Tupperware. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's a big, so it looks like a bucket, like a five gallon mm-hmm. bucket thing, yeah. but it's skinny and taller. So it's like this tall Okay, and it's like skinny. And then it's got the airtight rubber oh, yeah. lid you to gotta it. You got to keep it tight. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise that's right. mm-hmm. rice is no good. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It'll absorb anything that's why you throw your phone in there when you drop it in the toilet <laughs> right true although try true. to keep a have a separate container for i think yeah. You, want, yeah, you wouldn't want to cook up that rice later yeah you don't want to do that so you could but it'd be gross yeah. i don't know uh other japanese rice loggers did you write this down nope that, like more modern uh maybe sure some more didn't. mainstream Bud Light. Uh, Sapporo. Bud Light actually is. They yeah. use rice in uh-huh. it. That's absolutely That's true. why it gives me a headache. Yeah. Is that that why, one, uh, that's why it gives me a headache. That's is that why I was like immediately like, this tastes like Bud Light? Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's the style. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sapporo. Yep. Mm. Kirin. Yep. Kirin. Actually, Ichiban. I actually had Kirin Light Kirin the Ichiban. other day. Yeah. And it was, eh, it was okay. Uh, Orion, which I've had one time. I've seen it. Yeah. And then I've never seen this one. Yoho. Y-O-H-O. Yoho. Mm-mm. Yeah, not to, be, not to be confused with Yuhu, the chocolate drink. That'd be real. That'd be a real different chocolate. If you're expecting Yoho and got a Yuhu. Mm-hmm. That would. Well, uh, thank you. What's yeah. a Asahi? What What is that made? Have you ever seen that one? No. Yeah, it's, like, it's my go-to. Is that Chinese? Uh, sushi. I have no idea. It's always so, that the rest. Yeah, I don't know if that's Chinese or Japanese. It's like know. my go-to sushi beer. I don't, I don't know. It's at the Japanese restaurant is that it? I go to. Yeah. What's the one in the Buddha? The bottle. Like gimmicky oh, one. Yeah. I've had that at the, the sushi place downtown. Skunky. Is it Lucky Buddha? Maybe it's Lucky Buddha. I don't know. <laughs> it is what it's called. It is super skunk, though. You green, buy it just for the bottle because it bottle. looks like a Buddha. Yeah. Asahi is a Japanese brewery that has 37% of the market share and is one of the largest of the four major brewers in Japan, there followed by Kirin. Never. Yeah. Okay, well. Uh, my buddy John Miller, um, who I've worked with and been with, music partner and life pal, mm-hmm. he uh, did some time over there and lived and worked in in Japan. And hmm. I think he was in Sapporo area. Okay, so he know he's knows all about those different big Japanese breweries and hmm. stuff. Um, it's interesting. I think most of these they're not making a lot of IPAs. No. There's a one brewery out of Japan. I've had some of their stuff that comes here. Has an owl on the label. Okay. Um, I had a, a white, like a Belgian white from them. That was pretty good. Interesting. But there's not a whole lot of 
craft, what we would call craft, at least what we would say, you know. Yeah. Um, let's see. But that does tie us into a couple things. Okay. Let's go with sake. Mm. I've probably had it. I don't know. I have. Some I people really it. are into it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like the flavored stuff. The original straight mm-hmm. up sake can be pretty harsh, harsh sometimes. Very stringent maybe is the, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right word, but it, yeah. It's kind of like wasabi, not the, not flavor profile wise, but like mm. it just hits you hard for like five seconds and then it kind of mm. tapers off. tapers off. Yeah. It's like, hey, hi, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's what I got for us real quick on sake because they're using sake yeast. Mm-hmm. So basically making sake is very similar to making beer. Okay. Um, it's... They call it rice wine, right? but it is more like making beer because you're fermenting grain to get alcohol, whereas wine, you're fermenting already made sugars. So you're, you know, that's the main difference. Gotcha. And they call it wine, but really they're doing it like a beer. Hmm. Um, the main thing I could find about it was it's been around a long time. Um, mm-hmm. In the third century, in some Chinese texts, they were talking about how they met some Japanese folks and they were drinking this stuff and then they really started dancing. <laughs> and people were like, hmm, maybe that's probably what it was. Um, in the 1700s, we got the first Western description of how to make sake. Okay. So like 1400 years later, we finally got like the recipe to the rest of the world. That's pretty cool, I thought. Um, it's been taxed forever by Japan. And Not in surprised. 1898, it made up just about 5% of the government's income was just on tax on Hmm. sake. So I assume this is something everybody would have like in their household or something. Mm -hmm. Is it an every dinner drink? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think people have it here when they go out for their birthdays. That seems to be the the case, at least from when I've seen it. I don't know anybody that just goes to wall to wall spirits and picks up sake and takes it home. Here's uh, a, to put it into perspective, uh, we did a um, Wino Wednesday, true, probably a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that where I tried three different types of sakis, yeah, and I had to I did them warm and cold because you can drink them both ways. Um, traditionally, I think it's warm. Yep, um, and so I had like a pineapple one. I had a it was like a light lychee one. And then I had the normal one. Mm. Um, and I just finished <laughs> the sake last night. Oh, like, dang. Wow. We, we decided, and this is like me sharing with people. Like, I did not touch this thing. Mm. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> the pineapple one, and that one was good. That one went pretty quick. But the small one was just enough for like a couple pours. Uh-huh. But the original, traditional the sake. OG. That lasted a year in my household. We wow. just never. And you're in a band. It's Let's tough, just put it right? That's a tough yeah. sell, huh? Well, that's where the pineapple one went. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Vocalist got happy. He does. <laughs> um, it's the national beverage of Japan. Not surprised. Gently warmed is mm-hmm. the traditional way. Okay. In earthenware or porcelain. Mm-hmm. And then you drink it from a sakazuki, which is a tiny cup. The little cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what that's called. You got any of those? You got any of those stolen? Yeah, I got the whole setup. Got the whole kit. For the video. So you can check it out. It's Wino Wednesday. We did sake. Drop Mm -hmm. the link. Bloop, bloop. 
Uh, YouTube.com forward slash A something two three something something. <laughs> That'll work. He may have gotten to the sake this morning. Too. <laughs> That'll work. We don't know. Um, the oldest sake brewery is in Kyoto. Okay. And it's from the 1400s. Wow. It's still around today. Get out of here. Um, they have seen a decline in sake in recent times. Um, in 19, what did I write down? 75. Okay. There were 3,229 brewers in Japan mm-hmm. that made sake. And in 2007, there was 1,845. Oh, wow. So quite a, quite a drop in 40-something years. Um, one of the theories was just Westernization. Mm-hmm. It's not a, you know, not a traditional culture as of much anymore. Okay. So people are out trying different stuff and... You know, that younger generation doesn't want to do things that their grandparents did. I was going to blame millennials. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I, would. I mean, we can't. It's, it's not cool to drink sake. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm making that up. If your grandpa did it, you know. Hmm. Although my yeah. grandpa, he was a Budweiser guy. He'd probably drink this, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, a Toji. That is the name of the head brewer. Toji. Uh-huh. Okay. Of sake. So we have just that, you know, head brewer, whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Toji is what that would be. It's like, is it a title? Like, yes, it's, a title. it's like a designation. Okay, okay, I got you. I Not got just you. some dude. Yep, yep. And that's it. What I got for for just a little bit of sake stuff. So I, I want to keep. We're going to keep on the. Uh, we're educating you today. This is a good education moment, I think, for us. Because when else would you be able to talk about all of these? Not on this podcast. Not necessarily. No. So I want to talk about one of my favorite foods and one of Dolan's favorite foods mm. too. I believe sushi. So I thought I would just give a quick primer on sushi. Like if you, let's say you haven't had it before, and I can do this because my uh, my youngest daughter just turned 20 and she wanted to go to a sushi restaurant for her birthday. So we went and she's got some things that she likes or whatever. I'm like, let's expand your palate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's try some different stuff. So then she was looking at the menu and was like, I don't understand what this is. So I'm going to give you some basics here on sushi. All right. Uh, the best kind of rice that you use for sushi is short grain rice. It tends to be more sticky. Yeah. Right? Guess is what? Right? You jasmine can do some rice is jasmine. long grain. Oh, so mm-hmm. not, go- not, uh, not a good rice. sushi rice. So, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's, oh, boy. There's a name. Uh, a more affordable. There, there's two two different kinds. Is uh, a more expensive one. Kosh, Koshikara. Koshikara, that's more expensive. Okay. It's fancy, long, short grain. And then there's tamashiki, tamashiki rice, which is, uh, you can you can actually grow it in California. Hmm. So, of course, yeah, that's, and, that makes sense. <laughs> right. So then those are the two types of rice. That's more affordable rice. So then different types of sushi. So your traditional roll, right? Your yeah. traditional roll is just sushi. That's what it's called. Uh, you have just the fish. So if you just have the, like if they just slice it real thin, the fish, it's sashimi. Mm-hmm. Sashimi. Sashimi, yep. which I love good tuna sashimi. Oh, man, that's good. Yeah. I could eat so much of that. Actually, uh, Nathan, one of our brand specialists mm-hmm. I sit right next to, um, he knew the difference of that. And I, like, lit up. I'm like, Ooh, oh, my gosh. Like you know the difference between sushi sashimi bro. and sushi. Good. Uh, most people just call it all sushi. Everything is sushi. Everything, it's an umbrella yes. term. No. Uh, not true. Uh, nigiri. 
nigiri mm-hmm. is I've where they, term. they take the rice and they put it in the palm of their hand and they form it in the palm of their hand. And then they take the sashimi and they put it over, they just lay it over the top. Oh, yeah. So sometimes you'll see it with maybe some of the wasabi underneath, maybe. Sometimes you'll see it with a very thin wrap of, uh, of no, the seaweed. Uh, the seaweed. Nori. Oh. The nori, the wrap okay. around the outside. Very, very thin, though, around the outside. Um, and then finally, uramaki, which is the inside out roll that's inside out in Japanese. So the rice is on the outside, but then you get the wrapper on the inside and then the other, the other stuff. But the rice, the sticky rice forms on the outside. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, like they dropped it on the floor and picked up the rice. I mean, they like could that. maybe, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I would think it'd be much harder to make uramake maybe because you're, you're really relying on the rice to hold well, you better the have that good roll stuff. together. Huh. Right. Yeah, you got to have that sticky rice. You got to have it. So, yeah. uh, the little green stuff that comes on the plate, little mm-hmm. Play-Doh. Yeah, right? not wasabi. It's Yeah, Dolan's actually right. We have never had real wasabi, Mm-mm. ever. I guarantee, well, Dolan, maybe your nope. grandma? Never, maybe? never. No. 95%, 99% of all wasabi served in the United States and 95% served in Japan is Fake. What? Yep. Huh? It's a so sushi expert Trevor Corson. I found this guy online. He broke it down. He's well, watch out. He said it's just plain old horseradish plus a mix of mustard ex- extract, citric acid, yellow dye number five, and blue dye number one. It comes in big industrial bags as a powder, and the chefs mix it with water before dinner to make that paste. Yeah. Not real. So why don't they use the real stuff? Because, do you have it? It is expensive. It's expensive, and it's hard to find. Yes. It's like truffles. It's very hard to find, very you, hard to grow. What, what, huh? Real what, what wasabi, which comes from the wasabi plant, a distant relative of horseradish, has a more delicate, complex, and sweeter flavor. It's very hard to grow, hard to handle, and very pricey. So that little that little uh, lump of Play-Doh that you get yeah. on your on your plate there... If it was real wasabi, you'd have to add three to five dollars to to your meal for each little Play-Doh bowl of wow of that five bucks. Yeah, expensive, horribly, horribly. Not expensive. worth it for me. Mm. I'm sure that's before shipping. It's <laughs> right. like fifty dollars. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Why can't you just grow it here? It's yeah. the greenhouse. Get it the it grows know, very specifically yeah. in a small part of Japan. Like it's of like course. you know, like in Arizona with with the with the saguaro cactus, right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the only place in the world that it grows, hmm. right? In the in the entire world. Yeah. So that's kind of like what wasabi is, and yeah, it's interesting. Uh, have you ever have you ever eaten the uh, pickled ginger that you get on yeah. the plate? That's the other thing that you get yeah. off to the side. I get extra every time. I don't like Sometimes it. Sometimes two. I don't. Times two extra. I hate ginger. So oh, an old uh, ex friend of mine who uh, we ate a lot of sushi together back in the day. He would call that. Uh, he called it uh, uh, urinal puck. Shaved <laughs> urinal puck. <laughs> so for dudes out there, it's like the little thing that yeah. sits in the bottom of the urinal. You shave mm-hmm. it. That's what. That's oh. what that is. Shaved urinal puck. The best pickled ginger is the pink pickled ginger. I don't really like the white stuff. Yeah. It's a little sweet. The pink pickled ginger. That's where it's at. Not a fan. So good. Not a fan. So good. No. Uh, <laughs> and finally, there. I, I mean, I've. I, I used to watch a lot of late night TV, uh, and one of my favorites was Old Food Network, the the uh, Iron Chef. Heck yeah! Mm. Iron Chef Morimoto was my favorite. Morimoto, yes. I, Iron I Chef Japanese. That whole run. Loved it. 
loved it. I, I, I liked all of them, right? Even Iron Chef Italian, I really liked mm-hmm. him. Uh, and but he, I've I've been to Morimoto's restaurant in Philadelphia. Um, I've been to Nobu, who we, he he apprenticed under Chef Nobu in in New York, and I, so that, which was an amazing amazing place to go. Oh. Breaking news. Mm-hmm. This in yesterday. Mm-hmm. Alton Brown, we know him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He uh, dropped a little news that the Iron Chef is coming back. Great, and it's going to be him, along with. Um, There's a girl, right? She yes, she won Top Chef. Mm-hmm. I see her face and her cool haircut, but I can't remember what her name is. Mm. It, uh, she didn't do the uh, show with. Uh, no, you. That's uh, that's that's his sous chef, the one that has the crazy blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, that's that that is uh, Bobby Flay's sous chef. Yeah, yeah. Flay, who became very popular. And yeah. I can't remember. Her I name. can't remember this one either. No, I want to say Michelle, but I don't think that's right. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Flay. Yeah. That's who I was thinking. She's of. like a model, and I a, think she is as well as an amazing chef. Wow. But, um, yeah, they're going to be on Iron Chef, bringing it back. So on Netflix. Out. Oh, great! Cool. So you know the production will be amazing. I hope so. Yeah, and the guy's coming back too. The no 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 the nephew, uh, oh yeah yeah okay that guy okay so who is going to play the chairman so the chairman's nephew from the uh-huh. original not yeah. the original the American Iron yes. Chef yes is the chairman from original Iron Chef still alive I don't know I mean that dude was kind of old back in the day yeah but the thing about Iron Chef original the OG mm-hmm. was like the ingredients oh, the stuff we will never see stuff. in our yeah. lives yeah I remember one time they had gold. Yeah. Like, okay, just yeah. here. Here's squid, a million dollar episode. Squid battle where they actually had live squid in the tank yeah. and they had to get it out and it was like the suction uh-huh. cups were like yeah. stuck to the dude and he had to pull it off. And, and they had like these <laughs> pears that were worth like $10,000 yes. a piece or some shit. Yeah. You're just like, what? Yeah. This, this is not guys' grocery games. Mm. Uh, I love that show too. Me too. But the ingredients are a little different. <laughs> you know what you could pick up at guys' grocery games? Hmm. Some... Jasmine rice. Uh-huh. We, we touched on, on it just a minute, but I wanted to break it down. Yeah. Um, it's long grain rice. It's in the aromatic family. So very similar to basmati rice, okay. I guess. Okay. Um, it should smell like, I don't know what this is, but it says pandan, P-A-N-D-A-N, and popcorn. That's what it should, the aroma should give Pond- you. Uh, is this true, Dolan? But I don't know what pandan or pandan yeah, is. You, you can't. It's, popcorn's misleading because it's popcorn without the butter. Sure, just straight up. Yeah, the the movie theater popcorn smell oh, that you get mm-hmm. like eight squirts. That's yeah, different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't smell the butter. That's artificial. Yeah, gotcha. Um, kind of like we talked about with the plums. Uh, as soon as you harvest this, it starts to lose its aroma. So aficionados will be like, "How old is the rice? Ooh, oh, is it two okay. months old? No, thanks. I'll pass." Interesting. To get snobby about it. Yep. So if you get, you want to have this year's most current version oh, of the rice. Mm, okay. Otherwise, it's not going to be as good. It doesn't last two months in my house. <laughs> <laughs> then it's time for a new bag. There you go. Well, that's good. Uh, it's mostly grown in Thailand. Okay. Um, but it is grown in some other places. You'll see brown or black is what you, sometimes you'll see on a mm-hmm, menu. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar to the world beer cup or the great america beer festival there is a world rice conference whoa and the most recent one i could find was in 2017 it was held in macaw and thailand won with their hum mali rice okay 
It's uh, the third year out of five that Thailand has won. Uh, 21 competitors entered rice into this contest. Countries? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Cambodia was second and Vietnam was third. Okay. This is where they said, this from this uh, the conference, this is where you should use this stuff. Good for things like stir fries and soup, mm-hmm. but it's too soft and it gets too soggy for fried rice dishes. Mm. So Stir fried, though. You get in there, get it out. Yes. Okay, okay. But that... That's the main areas they used it for was stir fry and soup. Yeah, but it was like a filler. So that's what I got for us on the old jasmine rice. On rice, mm. I I've eaten my share of rice in over the years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think if I had to choose, I would I would always choose. Not, are you a fan of the um, of the brown rice or the wild rice? I'm a long green wild rice person. Okay, yes, that's okay. my favorite. No, <sighs> I, I like I like it. But it's not the same. Not the same. No, it's true. Like rice pilaf and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not, not no. about it. No. Yeah, because it can. It it really can get too sticky or too squishy or too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How about the rice aroni? You like the rice? The of San the... Francisco treat. Right. <laughs> yes, I like rice aroni. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can put away it's a whole right. box. It's okay. I, I could. I could eat. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. some. There's some that are really good. Like whatever the. The broccoli one is oh cheddar broccoli. Yeah, that one's probably mm. my. That's the one I don't care for, but I've yeah. had like the teriyaki ones, really good. Yeah, I, I, hmm. for some reason I believe him. Yeah, I feel like you know what you're talking about. I do. I believe him. Yeah, yeah I ate a lot of rice aroni in college actually. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's like ninety nine cents a box. Yeah. yeah, I mean I I ate a lot of ramen, but that's me too. Yeah, yeah, mm. that too. And mac and cheese. Most of the rice I eat is in Cajun food. Big Cajun. Household. Mm. So okay. Okay. A lot of probably just straight straight up white rice, but it's mm. you know in an etouffee or mm. jambalaya, jambalaya, dirty rice like the dirty rice. Yeah, that's okay, mm. but I don't like liver, and that's I do really what well, makes it you dirty. Can, you can uh, I make dirty rice, but I I don't use any of that stuff. Mm. I, there you I go. just use hamburger, yeah, okay. hamburger and and corn and. Green beans, fresh green beans has to be fresh. No, you got a casserole. That sounds yeah, yeah that's a casserole. Good. That's a oh, but you, but you mix it in with rice and you fry the rice up with it and mm. super good. I douse it in like habanero sauce. Mm. I also believe him on that one. <laughs> I do too. I, do I feel too. like you should make us some food sometime, Dolan. I would love to. I love mm. to cook in Wisconsin. Would that be called a hot plate? Is that what they call a hot plate? <laughs> that's like Wisconsin? a Maybe. casserole, right? Like a casserole, like, right? Yeah, yeah, that's like you take it to a potluck. Yeah. yeah, you bring a hot plate. Oh, it's got to have tater tots. Yeah. yeah mm. It has to have tater tots. Or they'll tots. slap you, I heard. Yeah. One time uh, in, in elementary school, uh, my mom made like a hamburger casserole oh, with yeah. tater tots, oh, right? Yeah. And the next day I got the flu and <sighs> I blamed it on, now it was very clearly the flu, but I blamed it on those tater tots. I could not eat mm. like hamburger casserole with tater tots for years uh, afterwards. Can I have the green now? beans I can now. Yeah, I can uh, now. Yes. Cheese on the top? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Come on, there's cans. Cream of mushroom so, soup? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, all those things. That sounds real good right now. You can actually. also do dirty rice with corned beef. Oh, so good. That sounds good. What would the Irish have to say about that? Oh, I don't know. Huh. (laughs) Give me some more. (laughs) We're going to take a second here for TripAdvisor. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I like to look up the bad ones, right? Yeah, of course. Because just the the lowest common denominators in society tend to leave bad reviews. Yeah. This person, 
Her name, her username was just STHC. That's it. She lives in Colorado. STHC. Don't know. <laughs> but she lives in Colorado. And uh, I, I went and looked because, man, her review, it was one star, horrible. Oh, yeah. And then the title was Horrible Service. Yeah. So I, I was kind of curious. I looked because that was the only one star out review out of all of them, right? Okay. Otherwise, they're like four and a half stars out of five on like a hundred and some reviews. Like it was, it, it's pretty sizable. Uh, she has 20 total reviews out there for different places and yeah. 17 of them are horrible. What? I'm shocked. Yes. Shocker, <laughs> right? They're all horrible. So I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit okay. on this Oh one. my gosh. Is that the phone book you have this down is there? The, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I, will okay. par- I will paraphrase. We all went right. there after a long day of yard work. So okay. she's already bitchy. She's already pissed. Right. Yeah. Probably hot. A little sunburned. Yeah. We waited our turn in line, only to have the bartender help others who had stepped out from behind us. Twice this happened. None of the bartenders even looked at us and said, who's next? Or, one second, guys. Or, we'll be right with you. Nothing. They just kept helping other people. I don't know if the other customers were regulars, but that is beside the point. The brewery was not busy. Half the place had empty tables. They, we weren't even acknowledged. So yeah, we finally lost our patience and said something like... Hello, are we invisible? That pissed off the waitress. She was not nice, even after we said, sorry, we've been passed up twice now. You don't ignore your customers, five exclamation points. You don't ignore your customers, rar. Well, they're not customers yet because they haven't paid for anything. You haven't anything, bought so. anything yet, no. Exactly. So pay attention to who is standing in front of you, if they've already, even if they've already been served. If you can't ask, ask them. The jerk guy bartender actually had the audacity to ask my boyfriend the next day, which is weird, the next day, what the problem was. OMG for real, question mark, question mark. Work for your PR. Holy cow. We will not be back. Good. Right. Well, wow. okay. So here's the magic of here's the magic of TripAdvisor yes. and the internet. Uh, Neil Fisher, one of the co-founders, responds to every single TripAdvisor comment. Wow, including this one. What a job! Here's what he said: Thank you for the additional information. We do apologize that you were not served in a timely manner. Blah blah blah. Other stuff. We're restocking. However. We are not willing to serve customers who are verbally abusive by yelling and cursing at our employees. We have refunded your purchase in full. Oh. Good for you. I thought she just said, are we invisible? No, apparently they weren't because they were cursing. Oh. Wow. So, yeah. mm. You know, when you bring that energy to a place, people people pick up on it. Yeah. So, either she goes to a facility or a place like this and is expecting mm-hmm. to be treated poorly, yeah. right? She's walking in with that attitude. Yep. Uh, and it happens. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. 17 out of 20 negative reviews. Yep. I got a feeling that's more her than it is uh, these, you know, 20 places she's been. I have a feeling like, they got... What do I know? I don't know. I, I'm going to... I'm going... Weld County. Let's go back to... Let's go back to Weld County for a second. I'm going to guess they got back in their pickup truck with their Trump 2020 flag <laughs> flowing in the background and the... Uh, just try to take them sticker with an AR-15 on it yeah. and busted ass out of that parking lot just as fast as they could. And ran that light right on the corner. <sighs> yeah, they probably did. <laughs> Untapped. Mm. <laughs> How do you like that visual? I like... I can see it. No comment. No social commentary there at all. Mm. Untapped, 237 check-ins. Where do you think we land on uh, Soyokaze? 4.01. Hmm, three six three, three seven six. Yeah, 
I'm going to tell you, I don't, I think I, I enjoyed it. I think I drank it all. I would order it again. There was something to that, there being a little farmhouse to it, maybe. Mm. A little bit of Saison, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I think I would like this outside yeah. in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Like sitting mm. on their patio. They're out the, you know, on the, what yep. is that, the west side? No. I don't know which side way it that, faces. Yeah, yeah, but right by the parking lot. Yep. It's hot there. Oh, yeah. And when the sun's out. And uh, one of these, icy cold, mm. would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I can't I wait there. to go back to Worldworks, quite honestly. That's, that's a, it's definitely a stop for us every time we go through. So, and then next their friends. Time, next time you go there, don't order beer before the person in front of you. <laughs> she did not like that. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was definitely me. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Again, like much like a couple weeks ago, I would tease what we're doing next week, but I have no idea. I got to go back to, we are coming up on episode 200 though. Yeah. We are, we, we've got to wow. decide. We got to decide what we're going to do to celebrate 200 episodes mm. of a beer. With we got to drink 200 beers. Well, that um, game that could be a fun day. It might well it'll take more than one day. I think <laughs> sixty six and a third each. No, sixty six and two thirds yeah. each. Mm. No. I could do half of that in one day, but the episode quality would be pretty poor. Oh, I would think by the end of it, it would be it would be like drunk history times ten. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So until then, we're not going anywhere for a while. Uh, let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing. <laughs>